What's up, everybody? It's Friday, which means it's time for another Full Draw Friday, and that also means we're one week closer to the season. So today, we got episode number 31 of the Full Draw Friday series for you, and we're going to be talking about mineral sites and supplemental feeding programs, of course, where it's legal. So here in Illinois, we can't do that if you guys are in Illinois, but if you've got farms out of the state, or for you that are listening, for those of you who are listening where it's legal, I think this will be a, a good episode for you guys and kind of just to understand some stuff about minerals and supplements because I think there's a lot of uh, confusion out there sometimes about it and the actual benefit of it if there is a lot of benefit to it. So we'll get into all that stuff here on Full Draw Friday number 31. All right, so most of the time, I mean, the most used time for these mineral sites and your supplemental feeding sites is going to be spring and summer. So now that we're in the middle of summer, I'm not sure it's the middle. We just actually got into summer, but officially, I figured it'd be a good time to talk about this. Uh, for those of you who are looking at maybe doing a feeding program or a mineral program, uh, just to give you some information on it and maybe things to look out for and just set your expectations for it the right way. So the uh, actual effect of, of running these mineral sites and feeding sites is largely unknown, but there have been some studies that suggest uh, bucks could see as much as 5 to 10 extra inches of antler growth uh, when they're, when you have a proper feeding or mineral program. And that's a big one. It's got to be the proper program, too. So it can't just be um, throw it against the wall, hope it sticks. You put some mineral out every now and then, or you put some feed out uh, once in a great while, and you're going to see some benefit from it. This is you got to be a consistent thing, and you have to do it the right way. Um, the most benefit uh, is realized in places with poor soil or low rainfall, so especially like right now where we haven't had much rain. Uh, stuff's kind of starting to die, and there's not as much out there for them naturally. When it comes to that, it's, you're going to see a, more of a positive impact, but especially in places in the country where those are regular things every year. So if you have poorer soil and low rainfall, both of those things, uh, those cause there to be less available nutrition naturally for the deer and plants and browse, all that kind of stuff. So if you can add those, whatever they're missing, obviously you're going to see more benefit than if that stuff is really readily available, and then you go on top of it and put out your minerals or your feed. So... Just know that you may not see that 5 to 10 inches of antler growth, uh, with a good, even with a good program, if you're in an area that's got consistent rainfall throughout the spring and summer and has good soil, similar to where we're at most years. This year has been an exception uh, for the spring, late spring and early summer, obviously. Uh, so you might see more effect this year than you would in normal years. So <clears throat> that's something to keep in mind as well when you're setting your expectations for this. Uh, those, those supplements or those nutrients that you're looking for in your feed or in your minerals. Uh, the micronutrients are calcium, phosphorus, sodium, magnesium. And then the macro, I'm sorry, I might have that backwards. The macronutrients are those ones. And then the micronutrients are the manganese, copper, selenium, and cobalt. So those are what you're going to want to see. Uh, there's a lot of options out there for minerals and feed. If they don't have those things, you probably should find something that does. That's what the deer need. That's what their bodies use. A lot of stuff, uh, whether it just be salt, 
Uh, just sodium alone is maybe not the best for them. There's some other uh, other stuff out there just for cattle that may not necessarily have the best things in there, especially if you're talking about antler growth and giving them that excess nutrition. You're going to want to look for something that has several of those nutrients in it if, you're gonna, if you want to get the most bang for your buck. So this is something, too, that you got to look at it as a supplemental thing. This is not a replacement for natural brows or even food plots, uh, but definitely can be beneficial when you do it properly. It's kind of like a daily vitamin for the deer. So it's not something where, and you have to think about it, the deer are not going to come to this every day. They may not come to it multiple times a week. Oftentimes about 40% of bucks will use it. So that's 60% of your bucks that may not even use it uh, based on studies that have been done. And then 50% of does. So when you talk about if you're looking at this for antler growth or even body weight, uh, over half your deer are not going to see any benefit from it anyway uh, because they're probably just not going to use it. But the one, the ones that do, they're not going to use it every day still even. Uh, they might use it a few times a week, a couple times a week. So it's more like a vitamin, even a weekly vitamin for them, than it is a replacement for your natural brows or your food plot program. So if you're lacking natural brows, that's something you need to look at, whether that be timber stand improvement, whether it be going out there and planting some stuff, whether that be tillage work in a grass field or uh, chemical application in a grass field to get some of that natural stuff coming back up or a combination of the two, that's going to be more important than running a mineral or supplement program. Same thing with your food plots. If you have the area to do it, I would highly recommend doing a food plot program before because you're going to see a lot more benefit from that, especially when you're talking about uh, in the late winter when the food is not readily available for them. So again, it's not a replacement for those things, but it, it, it's, it's got to be looked at as a supplement. Some cons of running your mineral or feed program are obviously price. So again, this is something where if you have a set budget for your property, which we all do, if you are if you're spending your budget on minerals and feed, but let's say you have areas where you could do some timber stand improvement to improve the natural browse, or you have areas where you could do food plots, or you could buy food plot seed uh, or fertilizer, allocate that money that cost to the natural browser, the food plots before your minerals and, and supplements, supplemental feeding. Now, if you have those things set already and you have some extra budget, then that's where your minerals and feed come in. Um, but con, I mean, one of the cons is price, obviously. Uh, that's kind of with anything you do. Another one is uh, predators will ambush feed sites. So if you've got, especially in the late, middle, late spring, when you've got younger deer, uh, those fawns that are coming into them, uh, does, smaller does, yearling does, even your younger bucks uh, coming into those feed sites, uh, the predators are going to figure it out too. Obviously, they pattern the deer somewhat just like what we do. So if you've got bobcats or coyotes, um, you're setting them up potentially to be an easy target for those. So that's you got to keep that in mind as well. Um, another one is the potential for disease and parasites to be transmitted more rapidly. Uh, that's something that I think it's going to happen regardless if you have food plots or if they're feeding in the same place. Uh, it's just when you concentrate everything in one small area like you would see with a mineral or a feeding site. Obviously, there's more chance for the deer to be feeding in exactly the same place and in those parasites or that disease to spread. It's not one of the biggest things. I think that's probably what Illinois looks at when they uh, set their laws that we can't do this kind of stuff, uh, which I think is a little bit... Um, ignorant maybe 
as to exactly what the problems are, especially like with CWD is a big concern. I don't think mineral and feed sites are necessarily the biggest concern when it comes to that, but that's a whole different topic we've talked about a few times, and we probably will more in the future. So, But that's just one real possibility uh, when it comes to cons for your mineral and feed sites. But again, I think the overall benefits outweigh the risks if it's legal in your area, you already have a food plot program in place, and you have the resources to do it consistently. Again, when I talk about the cost of it, it's not one time. You can't just buy one bag of mineral, one bag of feed, and go throw it out there and say, in you know May, and say I'm done. You got to keep up those feed sites regularly, especially to keep the deer using it. So if that feed runs out, they're going to go find somewhere else, and they might not come back. If you you got to have uh, you got to have feed there consistently for them. Same way with the minerals, you got to keep those sites fresh. That way, when they find it, they keep coming back to it, and you can keep them on there consistently. Uh, that way, they get the benefit from it. Otherwise, if you let it run out for a month and they decide there's nothing going to be there again, they're going to stop coming to it. And then when you come back that 30 days later and put out more feed or more mineral, it's going to be too late for those deer that had already used it. Maybe you get some new ones that find it and use it again. Maybe by chance they stumble back across it, uh, but you kind of wasted some money there. So you definitely have to have the resources to keep up with it consistently. That's part of doing the proper program, which you're going to see the benefit from. If you're just halfway doing this, you might as well not do it at all. Uh, you got to be all in on it to see any benefit. And then even that, realize that your benefit is probably not going to be that great. Will it make your deer healthier? Absolutely. If you do it right, will you see some potential for bigger antlers? Sure. Uh, there's been studies to show that, but we're not talking like taking a 130-inch deer to a 150-inch deer uh, in a year because you're using minerals and supplements. Uh, that's also not, this is also not a replacement for uh, good deer, deer management when it comes to age class. Obviously, a deer is going to grow from three to four, make a pretty big jump. Uh, you, they're not going to make that jump from two to three just because you're feeding them mineral, minerals and supplements. They're also not going to go from 120 inches to a Boone and Crockett from three to four just because you're using minerals and feed. So that's all stuff to keep in mind. However, I do think it's beneficial if you have everything else in place and you're to the point where you're looking for something else to add uh, in on your property just as another added benefit for the deer. So that's what I got for you on minerals and supplemental feeding. Hopefully that helps clear some muddy water on uh, maybe the benefits of it, the realities of it, and all that kind of stuff. So where it's legal, again, definitely recommend it if you have all that other stuff going on. But that's all I got for you guys today on that. Don't forget, if you want to support the podcast, talk to our sponsor, Rodney Hawkins. Especially if you've got ideas for prop for a property, but you don't have a place to put it in, uh, put that plan together yet. If you're looking for your own piece of property to do this stuff on, you need to talk to Rodney. If you've got a piece of property and you're looking to upgrade or downgrade and you're wanting to get that one on the market, you can talk to him as well. Uh, he grew up fishing and hunting in Southern Illinois, and he's now putting that love for the outdoors into selling recreational properties as a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. If you guys haven't heard of them, if you've been listening to the podcast, you have, but they're not your average real estate company. In 2022, they sold over $85 million worth of recreational property. With agents like Rodney all over Illinois, they really are a local company with a national reach. For more info on them, uh, getting your property listed, finding what's out there on the market, um, just call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153 and he'll get you taken care of. Also, don't forget about his company, RG Outdoors. They're currently carrying products from Radix Blinds. They're carrying burner self-defense weapons now. They've got Camo Dust, which is an all-natural scent elimination product. And they've got Tacticam trail cameras now as well. And they're always adding new stuff 
So if you want any more info uh, on anything they have to offer or what might be coming up, just to follow along with them, you can message them or follow them on their Facebook page, RG Outdoors. You can email them at rgoutdoors at yahoo.com or again, just call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153. And don't forget to let them know that we sent you. That's going to help us out. Our social media, Ridge Hunter Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two we use the most. Um, our Facebook group is RHO Podcast Patrons. So if you guys want to ask questions or you have any input for the podcast or you just want to keep up with what's going on and get a little more content, that's the place to do that. RidgeHunterOutdoors.com is our website. We have our scent products on there. We have some apparel on there, different stuff. If you see anything like that you want, use the discount code FULLDRAW. That's all caps, no space. You get 10% off. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us reviews there. We always appreciate that. That actually really helps us out as well. You don't even have to spend any money. It takes like a whole two minutes. So wherever you're listening to this, just make sure you hit the follow button uh, and leave us a review. You know, it's, it's not that difficult to do so. And then the YouTube channel as well, same thing. Like the videos, comment on them. That All that stuff helps. And then subscribe so you know when new stuff comes out. Finally got the video, the latest video from Jeff's vlog posted on where we're at there. We'll have another update on that coming up uh, based around what we talked about on Monday's episode. So if you didn't catch that one, go back and listen to it. And then if you have, appreciate you guys tuning in again today, and then we'll talk to you again on Monday. See ya.